everyone. Welcome to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Are you ready to be the go-to expert in the retirement plan community? Listen in as we share ideas, resources, and best practices that you can use to professionalize your firm, demonstrate your authority, and earn more 401k business. Design and marketing are terms that are easily tossed around, but they are not the same. Now, your host, Rebecca Auerhand, explains the differences with Missy Schodel and the importance of quality design. I'm Patrice Sakora. Rebecca, why don't we start out? Why don't you tell us about Missy? Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining today's podcast. I'm super excited to bring today's featured podcast guest, Missy Schodel. Uh, Missy has been a instrumental team member with 401k Marketing for nearly eight years now, which is, I, I remember when back then, eight years ago, um, <laughs> Missy and I had a phone conversation and I think I offered her the job about 12 minutes into her <laughs> phone dialogue. Um, and then uh, since that time, she's taken on the lead on our agency side of the business. She also spearheads many of the design campaigns that we do as one of our in-house designers. She secretly moonlights uh, with her own design shop as well, if anyone interested. And uh, she's a power lifter, uh, holds uh, state titles uh, in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, and in Texas. So thanks, Missy, for joining today's podcast. Thanks, Rebecca. It's really great to be on the podcast first time. So be gentle. <laughs> you hear that, Patrice? <laughs> I heard that. So, well, okay, Missy, catch your breath, and I'm going to talk to Rebecca right now first. Um, Rebecca, we, we mentioned design. It's such a broad term. Can you explain what type of design comes into play when marketing a business? Sure. Uh, so, design is broken up into many different elementary foundational pieces, and I'm going to walk through a couple of them. Uh, from a design standpoint, first and foremost, logo. Everyone's company needs a logo. If you don't have one, please get one. Uh, there's some really great logo design companies out there. If you're interested, 99designs is a wonderful resource. Uh, so first, foremost, logo. Second, after you have that, you need what are called brand guidelines. These are the rules of how your brand can be displayed. And that's going to include your colors, your fonts, and imagery. When it comes to color, there's actually a psychology to color and the way that colors impact us actually shift our emotions and we feel colors. On the other side of that, you have fonts. Fonts are really important. Font represents the tone of your brand. And then images. These are the ones that are going to reflect the values and the mission of your retirement plan advisory office. So first and foremost, logo. Second, after that, our brand guidelines. And then the third thing I'll mention is having consistency within your brand. So if you have a tagline or a way that you want to explain things or you're conversational and friendly? Or are you more serious and buttoned up and professional in the way that you write? So making sure that you have those three elements consistently across all of your content is going to help you stand out in the design world. That consistency, is that difficult? I mean, you've got, you'll have a couple of people that you're dealing with and in your firm, and maybe they'll just not do the, use the font they're supposed to use. What do you have to do? Uh, folks on the um, listening today, you can't hear me, but I just like my hands just went up and my <laughs> eyes rolled and I grabbed my face and I'm like, ah, 
<laughs> yes, that happens all the time. If you are, there's two kind of schools of thought here. The first one is if you have someone in your office who likes marketing and branding, please appoint them as the uh, CMO of your office. So mm-hmm. they're the keeper of the keys. I kind of use that term a lot, the keeper of the keys when it comes to brand. And everything should pass through them. Just you know, hey, I have this great idea on this sales piece and I designed it all and I wrote it all. Send it to that person who's the in-house CMO and let them give them a little stamp of approval. Or they might say, wow, this is really great. Let me just adjust a couple things, a couple things here and there. So that way it aligns with our brand. Now, the reason why brand is so important is it creates, again, that word consistency. When your clients, prospects, and centers of influence see the same type of content from you, design consistency from you, it helps increase trust. And that trust is going to translate into stronger client relationships, more inbound referrals, and easier for you to onboard new clients. That's why that's really important. What about brand storytelling? What is that? Uh, Brand storytelling is sharing your mission and your why. To say it simply, it's your purpose. You know, why are you doing this? Why do you love what you do? Mm-hmm. How about we at our, yeah, we at our business feel that retirement plan advisors are unique and they're specialist and that they should have content and branding that speaks to that level of their expertise. And ultimately that translates to helping more hardworking Americans reach retirement. I like that thought. That's for sure. Missy, you look like you're getting a little excited there. You've got something <laughs> to say. You want to jump in? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to mention that the brand storytelling really comes to life in your brand guidelines. So those are things that are going to come through. As Rebecca mentioned, the fonts, those are going to tell your tone. Um, If you have a fun, bubbly font, it's going to come off as fun and bubbly. We don't see that too much in our industry. When we do, they're used sparingly. But for a lot of fonts, you'll see a sans serif means without feet. Sans without and serif is feet. Those are more, I don't know, used for possibly web applications, but those are uh, generally give a more modern tone, whereas a serif font with feet, um, those are more traditional, uh, convey trustworthiness. Um, So those are ways that your brand guidelines actually tell your story. I love it. I never thought of it that way. That's great. We have a, a present started interrupting preach. We have a presentation um, called Build Your Brand. It's available through FI360, uh, their learning center. So if anyone's interested in um, it's a CE eligible as well, in a, like a 50-minute build your brand workshop with a uh, worksheet at the end of it. So you can go through this to really QC your brand. Uh, we welcome you. Please check it out on uh, FI360's learning and management center. Missy, let's talk more about web design. You mentioned that briefly. Things are changing every day. What's hot? What's not? And how do you keep up on it? That's a really good question. And the way I look at web design is kind of in two ways. There's the, there's the visual design, and then there's a technical design. So the visual design, this is the fun part, right? This is kind of what we've been talking about is what's hot, what's not. And these are all the elements that make your website aesthetically pleasing. Uh, Some of the trends in there are, let's see, 
the illustrator in me really loves this trend. It's the fun illustrations. We're starting to see that on a lot of web design. Highly interactive websites are super trendy. The illustrative designs are really cool. Again, as I had mentioned with some of the you know fun fonts, we don't see it as much in our industry, but with the illustrative ones, you can see those um, I'm sure everyone here is familiar with uh, Plan Sponsor Magazine. They have some great illustrations. Fiduciary Decisions recently did a um, an update to their website that uses a lot of fun illustrations. So those are two um, examples in our industry on how to use those properly. And then for the interactive websites, these have been so cool. I came across a really cool uh, survey, the BlackRock Investor Pulse Survey. Uh, their website is so fun. As you scroll through, you have different bright colors. You have useful animations. This is something <laughs> that helped to tell the story. If we're talking about storytelling again, not just overdoing it, but actually useful to help tell that story. So those are some great industry examples of some of the trends. How do you keep up with the trends? How do you know what's what's coming down the pike? Or can you be the creator of this new? Yeah, all of us, we're obsessed with design over here. So at any given point, we're looking through all the latest trends, both in web design and graphic design, all of those, we're just completely obsessed with them. So at any given point, we're trying to keep up with the trends, but also we want to make sure that they have longevity because with web design, with uh, graphic design, you don't want to just hop on the latest trend and then in a year go, wow, that's outdated. Mm. So we want to make sure that they are uh, classic design, something that's going to have longevity. Because when you invest in branding, marketing, design, you want to make sure that you're going to get lift out of that. Fast trends, you can use those on social media on some of your posts there because that's really fast. That's that quick uh, response time. But for your branded materials, you want to make sure you get some lift out of those. In your design, how do you go about creating the user experience? Oh, this is uh, one of my favorite things, especially for web design. So I recently, one of my good friends is an SEO guru and recommended the book, Don't Make Me Think. This is about web usability. So it's all about the user experience. And these are the things that really go into that technical side of the design. Um, how do you enhance that experience? Some of the best tips I can give for technical design is mobile friendliness. Our industry, it's interesting, a lot of our users are still on desktop, but Google gives preferential treatment to mobile-first websites. So we want to make sure that we meet our clients, but also give homage to the algorithm. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we meet both of those things. So mobile-friendly design. Another technical design must is load speed. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> User. Oh, yes. Yeah. You go to a website and it takes 20 minutes. That's an exaggeration. But 20 minutes for it to uh, 20 seconds, actually, to load. That person's already gone. Yeah. So my favorite tips for that, the best things you can do for that, image sizes. Images take forever to load. Use an image compressor. There's free online image compressors to make sure that you have 
non-fuzzy images uh, that are compressed and will load fast. Also make sure, you know, if you use photos from your photographer or uh, stock imagery, make sure that they're resized to be the exact dimensions that they need to be on your website. Uh, that way you don't have a super huge image that's trying to load and slowing down your, your website load speed. All right. Can you share some different types of uh, content pieces that do perform well within the business? Absolutely. Um, so some of the best performing stuff for websites, since we're on that topic, of course, blog articles. These are the best way to get traffic to your site with keywords, with using those for directing traffic, answering questions. So blog articles are going to be fantastic for your website. Um, we had mentioned social media, right? Um, great images, striking images on social media are going to work really well. And then also infographics. This is something that we have been encouraging advisors uh, since day one to, to take on. And we're, we're starting to see some of that upkeep. So when we talk about trends, I think that we do a good job of trying to push those. But infographics are a great way, a great visual way to tell a story with minimal words. So use images, use graphics. These can be things, especially for plan participants. These are great ways to convey financial wellness type of topics, like best tips for budgeting, different things like that perform really, really well. All right, Rebecca, this is your bread and butter, girl. Talk to me about this. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what can 401k marketing do to help their clients when oh. it comes to this? Um, we can help you with uh, building your brand. So kind of that behind the scenes brand strategy. Missy had mentioned the importance of classic designs. So you get that long-term lift. Classic is um, kind of an old fashioned word. I would say relevant, relevant designs. So as our worlds continue to evolve, your brand is with it and involving with it. I've often joked that way too many times we have seen on advisors' websites, pictures of yachts giant yachts sailing in these beautiful blue waters. I don't own a yacht. Do you? I'd like to own a yacht. <laughs> oh, Missy owns jail. <laughs> um, so just making sure that whatever your brand designs are, that they really resonate with your target market. So the first thing is around marketing strategy, and that's that process of understanding your why, your, your mission, uh, what makes you excited to get up in the morning and do the great work that you do. And then after that, it's um, the content side of it. So how are you educating plan sponsors to be better fiduciaries? What does that mean? You know, are they, is that something that you're making that easier, easier for them to be better fiduciaries? Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. And then because education sells for real, mm -hmm. you know, it makes your, your clients feel confident that you're the right advisor for them. If you have prospects on your campaigns, it plants seeds of doubt that, hey, maybe my advisor isn't the right advisor for me because they're not talking to me. They're not telling me what I should be doing or what's trending or what's happening. Am I doing the right thing? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Great. We love seeds of doubt. Those are called new clients. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so that's from a content marketing standpoint, uh, we can absolutely help our clients to put together a game plan around how that they can get that traction in their area to become that go-to retirement plan expert. 
How long does it take to really come up with your brand and your and your your web, your design? How long does it take on average, I should say? Well, um, for marketing strategy, we have a formal process that we go through uh, with break it up. It's, it's about a 10 week process. Uh, so it's a little give, little take. So we, we break it up into three formal conversation elements. And then there's research behind the scenes that we do, which start, which is really your SWAT, um, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And then there's a, another series of conversations where there's storyboards that are presented. And generally what happens, we'll present three different storyboards and our clients will love one of them. They're like, oh, this is perfect. And then they'll think about it for a week because we always encourage your brand should always feel authentic. It should feel like you. It should never feel contrived. It should just be a natural extension of who you are. So generally what will happen is after we present the three storyboards, our clients will think about it and they go, you know what? We actually like a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B. And we're like, great. All right, let's mix them together. And then we'll create you know, a new one, a new storyboard for you. And then our clients are just smiling from ear to ear. You nailed it. That's amazing. And once that's done, and it's really important, these are those foundational elements. The next step is to work on your website and then other content piece, sales materials and content that aids with that. So from a process, marketing strategies first. Second is your website. Mm-hmm. Third, sales materials. Fourth is content marketing. You you want to do it in that order because if you do it out of order, well, if it's content marketing, what does it look like? What's the message? What's the brand? If you're doing a website, great. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got to get the mission and purpose first. All right. Missy, anything to add? I, I would agree. I think is that everything comes from that mission, comes from that story. So start there. And it's interesting because most of the advisors that we work with already have a brand. They already have a logo or they already have a logo. They already have a lot of the elements of a brand, but they might be missing that uh cohesive story. And that's where we really come in to fill in those gaps, to bring it all together, to make sure that it is concise, that it is the right story. All right, Rebecca, how can somebody reach you? They've got questions, they've got ideas, they need help. Absolutely. Please reach out to me directly on LinkedIn, Rebecca Auerhan. Uh, You could also email me, Rebecca at 401k-marketing.com. And I look forward to connecting and speaking with you. Outstanding. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Missy. For more insights, follow this podcast and of course, share with colleagues. Thank you so much for listening to today's 401k marketing podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of our guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of 401k marketing. The content has been available for informational and educational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed. 